0: Now, moving on to our third subject. This is suicide. And, you know, suicide is one of those things where I kind of feel that uh, we, once again, as a a native warrior fighting tribe, we have nothing to fight for nowadays other than, you know, what I was saying about the Mayan calendar, how things had changed where now everything's industrial has is gone now it has been replaced with things that are more technical where you would have to do it online and that caused a lot of uh, frustration for a tribe that has a, a more uh, a warrior mindset and when we're trying to figure out how to solve these problems it's you know we're being told you need to go online you need to go find this you need to find that so everything nowadays is online and just like this uh Stimulus money and the CARES Act money that the tribe is supposed to get—you know—everything's online is done. So it takes away that fighting spirit that that the warriors are kind of used to. We're we're so used to being hands-on, and that's why when we were talking about Navajo pro wrestling, it you know pretty much it is kind of a taboo to like you know box your own kind and fight your own kind. But it, the reason why I chose wrestling was because it was more. Um, it was more stylized fighting, you know, and, and if you just want to hurt people, well then, you know, that that's the wrong place for you to be. But i going back to suicide, you know, it's all that mentality of why, you know, why the rise of it has been coming up, but nobody's been reporting it. And for the most part, you know, that's how they, they silenced, they silenced the fighting tribe by not telling the people or not even letting the public know how many people have died. But every freaking morning, KTNN is out there talking about how many people have died from the coronavirus and how many cases have risen. And it's like they're so in tune with that, that they won't even bother to say, well, these people, they also died from suicide, you know, and we're, we're suicide meets up with uh, what I was talking about, the mentality of um, Valentine's Day, is that, you know, it it is one of those things where you will be self-defeating if you did not get that woman that you were, especially for guys, um, it, it would be devastating that you couldn't get that one young lady that you wanted, that you had your hopes set on, you know, and one of the things I heard from one of my buddies was he was saying, because his, his girlfriend left him, or actually the mother of his kids, she left him, and he was all drunk and crying, and he told me, he goes, I gave her everything. I gave her my heart. And so I was telling him, oh, dude, man, that's, the, you know, your heart is something that you should, you know, keep to yourself, man. Um, but, you know, it's kind of hard to tell people, you know, explain that type of things to them, but when when a warrior gets defeated or doesn't know how to fight back, I think that's where it kind of comes back where you feel inadequate. You don't feel like a man. You feel like less of a man. And so suicide is kind of like one of those easy out type of uh, situations, I believe, you know. And when, when um, when this pandemic started, in a way i did was kind of already estimating that there would be uh suicides by by just you know having this whole pandemic plandemic, rubbed in our faces and sure enough you know it started to happen but that's where i was saying you know why are these guys not reporting this well it helps the pandemic it helps it make it more devastating than it actually is cuz right now i mean if it was so bad, like I said before, how come there are no helicopters flying around, you know, taking bodies out from these um, native homes that are way out there in the middle of nowhere that, you know, an ambulance can't get to? And even even then, how come all these ambulances aren't rushing around back and forth? Where is CNN when we need them? You know, they're only here just to report that, you know, the, the coronavirus had hit the reservations. So, all that fits their purposes, and as far as suicide goes, that's where I kind of wish these guys that that and ladies, you know, I wish that these people that committed suicide in the past year would have kind of like just held off just a little bit longer and just kind of like really realized what was going on. Maybe they you know listening to this podcast it probably would have helped them maybe they would have stretched their mind a little bit and say, you know, I don't want to be just another statistic. I don't want to be another number that's added because, a uh, KTNN, you know, is evil <laughs> and their corporation where they're making money off of everybody's deaths, you know? And <clears throat> so anyways, and the other reason why I want to talk about suicide is because it obviously is not a, it's not an issue that, I mean, it's not a topic that you know families bring up and it's not something that you're supposed to talk about it's taboo well you know what at this point the way the government has treated us and the way we've all as a tribe bow down to the coronavirus that is a taboo right there we we've, we've given up we've given in we're letting the evil take us in and that's why when when I do these podcasts I don't really give the coronavirus credit for anything that's going on, I just say it's the cause of some of these problems, but it also, you know, gives me a reason to think outside the box and say, "This is just all planned." <laughs> it's it's just been like that. But suicide, you know, it's a it's a near and dear
1: subject and topic for me. You know, what I mean, because because yeah, I've been suicidal before. You know, what I mean, when I was younger and I was when I was really into the bottles, you know what I mean, and to the drinks, and, like I said, there's a point when you drink where you're out of this realm, basically, and, you know what I mean, you're just on autopilot, you know, and that's where things happen, you know what I mean, and you don't feel the pain or whatever, you know what I mean, and, you know, that's how it was for me, you know what I mean, because, I don't know why, you know what I mean, I was just, I was just, um, really bothered as a kid, you know what I mean, and, um, that I always stayed with me, and, you know, I was really ang- angry and pissed, and yeah, but um, that's what I'm feeling like that, you know what I mean, and drinking, you know, and it's just not a good combination, you know what I mean, because it got to the point where, um, you know, I, I got in a fight with my brother, and he went his way, you know, and I went my way, and one of my suicidal moments or suicidal attempts were, you know what I mean, because I was sitting on the bridge on... You know, right exit three, 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 the bridge, and
0: this was the story you were telling for Halloween. You said you were gonna finish it. Oh yeah. Same
1: story. Yeah. All right. All right. All right yeah. I guess I was gonna take guys and finish the story while I am now. So listen up. So um, yeah um, I I just sat on the bridge. You know, after our next brawl, because we're we came out with our brother-in-law you know from phoenix everything was chill we we're just drinking everything was just vibes were all good and all the way back you know everything was just chill till we got on the bridge and um turned off into exit 333 the bridge and yeah and that's where um you know we just we started fighting each other and our brother-in-law just got tired of our shit and dropped soft basically there and once he did you know when me and my brother started fighting and fought there again and from there we you know, we, we went separate ways, you know, I mean, he went home, um, you know, towards Lee's Liquor and all that, and he had his own adventure out there, and um, mine, you know, I went the opposite way, you know, I just sat on a bridge, and I was just, I was, I was really thinking about just jumping off the bridge, you know, what I mean, and jumping off into oncoming traffic, you know, what I mean, I was that piss and that suicidal thinking, you know, what I mean, and I just, I don't know, but. I thought that was kind of like too easy, you know. What I mean, I thought that was, I was like, I want, I, this, I want to see it coming, you know. What I mean, and so, I just started. I just got off that um the ledge of the bridge, and I just um started walking off the intersection, you know, and towards um oncoming traffic, you know. And I just remember flipping off semis, and luckily, you know, what I mean, they all saw me, they all swerved, and they all missed me, you know. What I mean, cars, some um, trucks, semis. And then, I don't know where this red Corvette, I think you saw me at last minute, but uh, when it turned, you know, and it made a quick right, and it's, um, it's right side, um, side mirror, you know, that clipped my hip, boom, and all I felt was just sharp pain, because my hip broke off that side mirror, and it just, like, like this, I don't know, but just that pain I felt through my whole body, it went through my whole body, I was like, that's what snapped me out, man. I was no longer drunk or buzzed. Went on here. It's like, you start limping off the highway, you know, and just, and then I just, you know, I end up walking all the way to Navajo, you know what I mean, from there, limped all the way there, and I looked back like five or ten minutes when I was walking back, and I just saw a bunch of ambulances, and that that, that ride pulled over, and I guess they reported it, but they're looking for me, too, you know, I voiced spotlights, and I ended up walking to Navajo, which is, how far is that, you know? Twelve miles. I limped all inside the freeway all the way there to my uncle's house, and yeah, I was just that was my first attempt. You know, my second attempt was in, uh, or my this one wasn't really attempt. You know, in suicide, it was just my it was just my thrill-seeking um, mentality when I got really drunk. You know, what I mean, I just you know, what I mean, I just um, I always liked uh, crossing traffic. You know, in Phoenix, you know, and it was on Thirty Fifth and Peoria, and that's like a four, six lane, um, place where speed limit's like 35. I ran across, I made it across, we both, me and my, um, roommate did, and then I told him, let's go, keep going, and he's like, no, I, me, I was a risk taker, so I ran, and I made it, I almost made it, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) it was, it was, um, my right foot was, was ready to step on the sidewalk and my left foot, so when I got caught, and that's where I felt that familiar pain that shot through my whole body, and, Damn, just sober me up real quick i was really buzzed out that time because i was really i don't know i was already i was already feeling good and i don't know why i wanted to get more it's just stupid thinking stupid because when you drink the first thing that goes out the window is your judgment you know and so it was one of those times a good example of that and when i felt that pain in my left foot you know and that's when all that force you know and it pushed my whole body forward and i ended up like landing face first into the side um windshield the frame and i remember you know I'm kind of blocking it a little bit with my right hand but i just remember um from there you know doing like three flips in the air then landing on the sidewalk so i did make it you know so per se but um at a crazy ass cost you know what i mean because you know i mean all that um you know i just remember after those three flips i didn't air then landing face first <laughs> and i just remember um trying to get back up, and I couldn't because my left foot was just in pain. I remember shouting, and soon, as soon as I shouted, I just remember like like a few teeth falling out, you know what I mean? And one teeth I don't know, it just got knocked in like a nail, and the other ones were just loose. It's just, all they could taste is just copper, and the way blood tastes, and just, but that's where um, a lot of people, I guess there's a bunch of nurses that saw that, and there's a Walgreens right there where I was headed to get a pint, you know, but they all ran in, you know what I mean. And they just grabbed all the medical supplies they knew. And they said they'll pay for it later. And they all ran out. And they tried to help me out, you know what I mean. And the ambulance came and I went, you know what I mean. But that was just an example, you know I mean? of not being suicidal but being stupid. You know what I mean, of being, where you're acting suicidal, you know what I mean. Like, you, you're you a risk taker, you know what I mean, and you don't care, you know. And I've been there too, you know what I mean. And that doesn't, you know, it's, it's kind of like that, kind of like suicidal tendency, you know what I mean, that that a lot of people, that I see a lot of people out here, you know, and they have, you know, I mean, that they'd certainly, like I said earlier, and they already lost hope, you know, and they're basically walking dead, and like, what, um, Mateo was saying is that, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the responses is, is that's something I hear too, as well, is like, oh, I don't care, you know, what I mean, like, if I live or die, you know, I mean, like, I don't care, I don't care, it's like, shit, you know, what I mean, like, Especially when you um, know people that are constantly, like, in that state, you know what I mean? What's, what's it going to take to, you know what I mean, snap you out of this this train of thought, you know, just one-way thinking, you know what I mean? And, you know, s- some people just want to be heard, you know what I mean? And they just want to, basically, yeah, I, because that's something that is true, because we'll, we'll, um, what Mateo was saying about high school, you know what I mean, how he was a jock and a rocker, jock rocker. Joker, you so, know, but um, you know, me in high school, you know, what I mean, I was basically I was um I guess universal, you know what I mean, 'cause I had friends like everywhere, you know, what I, mean? I had friends that were jocks and friends that were, you know what I mean, stoners, friends that were goth, friends that I was you know, what I mean? but I didn't have any like close close friends, you know what I mean? And that was kinda weird. It was kinda like, you know, the way I feel now, like with chicks and relationships, you know, what I mean I have a bunch of them, I know a lot of chicks or whatever and I still feel, like, lonely still, you know what I mean? Like, that's the way, it's a perfect example, I like that's the way it was in high school too, you know what I mean? I had a bunch, a lot of friends, you know what I mean? But I didn't have a clique, I didn't have a main thing, you know what I mean? Other than Juggalos, you know what I mean? Whoop, whoop! But, that's, that's, like you are saying, that's some bullshit, you know what I mean? Like, that, like, you know, it's a good thing we're doing this podcast, you know, hopefully someone listens, hopefully makes you hang on, you know what I mean? Because it's worth hanging on, you know what I mean? It's like, like your legacy, you know what I mean, that's, you want to be remembered by that, for that, you know what I mean, and it's just where you end, right there, you know what I mean, when you have, every day you have a chance to change that, every day you can change yourself, you know, and if it's drugs or alcoholism you're fighting with, you know what I mean, you can go to AA, you know, and there's programs that can help you, you know, and people don't take advantage of that, you know, they look down on it and all that, but You know, it's help right there. You know, it's one form of help. You know, especially if you ain't getting help at home or anywhere. You know, and you know, don't look down on others for bettering their lives. You know, I mean, don't think you're better than them because, like we've been saying, no one this whole world is perfect. You know, no one really helpful. You know, I mean, instead of hitchhiking, you know, which I love. You know, I love hitchhiking, and it's just something I just love because you meet people and just just to walk exercise it's a change yeah but it's not like a really good change you know and this uh, suicide and everything and you know over um, girls you know what I mean that don't want to be true to you you know I just want to use you and it just sucks that like a lot of people don't see like that you know I mean they don't realize that they're being used or whatever they're still so sprung or whatever you know they're so used to being told what to do or whatever that they can be easily be um, manipulated, and I see that you know I mean with different people that I meet here and there, and it's just crazy. You know, I mean, especially like when drugs is, drugs um, is involved too, you know, it just really stupefies everyone. You know what I mean? And you know, it's no wonder to see why the government you know I mean, unleash crack and all these pandemics on you know like communities, you know, black community in that case, you know what I mean and Um, I don't know, I was like, that's why I don't go anywhere, you know, that's why I stay home and someone will be mixed up in all that devil's radio, you know, and that gossip and it just sucks to see people really um, get down from that, you know what I mean, just really get put down and, you know, into where they think they're worthless and once they get that kind of thought, you know, and they'll basically just give up on themselves and, let themselves be used, manipulated, and they'll find false love and anyone that you know. I mean, that can easily see the signs. You know, what I mean? just what people look out for is like angry teenagers. You know, that can easily manipulate. You know, what I mean, or run away with. Or the thing too is that there's no like, there's like no official missing women's um, chart or anything like that. You know, no statistics on that. You know, what I mean, and. It's just a shame for that because basically it just says, like, we're open game. You know what I mean? Like, go for it. Therefore for taking as long as you don't get caught, you know. They're not going to really look for her, you know. They'll give up or they'll stop or whatever, you know what I mean? And it just sucks, you know what I mean? And that's something we really got to change is that and our sadness and our depression or, you know. And just hang in there, man, not give up because I believe that you can always change and you can... You can always change your life and your situation, you know. And I know you can too, you know. And don't give up, you know. What I because mean? it just sucks seeing people go out, suicide, and um, just seeing people already living like they're dead, you know. What I mean? And that's why I mean, I'm guilty of all that too, you know. What I mean, and and suicide, you know, I attempts and thinking, you know, about suicide, and like Mateo said, hurting and killing people too, you know. And it's just you know, what I mean, that's why I mean, like no one is perfect you know and they might seem perfect but you never know what they think or what you know what their um what their end game is you know so everyone's be safe out there and you know just find help if you really think you need it and yeah hopefully we do get something going with with um the suicide stuff and hopefully that one at that but um, Mateo was talking about, too, can come into fruitation. would have been good with a $300 million, but, you know, just look out for each other. Look out for signs and, you know, just try to uplift each other and put each other down. We're not in high school no more, you know. Got to rise above that and act mature and start thinking, you know, better. Start thinking, like, you know, forward thinking. like Mateo was thinking, like, what, how we can make use of this change and how we can better ourselves while we're in this change, you know. So, when the, um, so when the real world starts turning again, (laughs) you won't be standing there like a deer in the headlights, you know, and still be blank, you know, I mean, that's something that (laughs) I can easily say can happen myself, but, you know, but, like I said, I believe in change and I believe you can change and, but you can only do that if you don't give up you know and not let that let life's burdens and troubles overpower you and overcome you you know so stay strong everyone out there and god bless and i love them everyone